I wish that Freddy Krueger would come and chop off your head, and it would roll in the street, and a truck would squish it, and the blood would splatter everywhere, and everyone would watch it. <laughs> Hello, all of you wonderful people out there in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Will. <laughs> and I'm not a stalker. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and my name this is week, Chuck. And this week, we are going to be discussing the classic 2019 film, <laughs> The Fanatic. Oh my God. Directed by the nookie himself, Fred Durst. Starring, <laughs> starring John Travolta. I love how they, how they, you just plant the fact that let's listen to the Limp Biscuit in this movie. Like let's just crank it up in the car. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I listened to Limp Biscuit back in the day. Yeah, that's gets turn it up. Yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I want to just say this right here. Uh, <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> he played this role perfect. Yes. He was fantastic <laughs> yes, at the role. He was amazing. <laughs> however. <laughs> however. 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 Oh. Um, the um, the first two acts of this film were fantastic. The third, the third act was stupid, rushed, horribly written. I mean, the the movie wasn't really written that well. But the third act was rushed. Oh, the movie's horrible. The movie is terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, it's. I mean, the first two acts made sense. The third act, it was just like, what just happened? Like, huh? Why? Like, what? Well, 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 he got a pep talk from a security guard telling him to stand up for himself, so that's what he did. (laughs) So, so, directed by by Fred Durst, written by Fred Durst, let me tell you. Yes, yes. He's got a lot of good things going for it. Oh my god, chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. So anyways, I am going to say this. <laughs> so, this movie was distributed by Redbox Entertainment. Remember Redbox? That's where this movie came out. That's number one. It did, however, get a theatrical release. If you had to take a guess how much money this movie pulled in the box office, what would you guess? Without looking it up, what would you guess? Throw it a number. In the box office? Yep. I don't know. 35K? $3,153 in the box office. What? It made three grand. That means it was open for one weekend and like nine people saw it. Pretty much. (laughs) <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I think it aired on something like 52 screens across the country, and it pulled in three grand. Un- fantastic. It, it, it's so, it's perfect. It's perfect. It, it's- there, there, it's, there's more, there's more. This movie was also nominated for three Raspberry Awards. <laughs> worst, worst picture, worst director, and worst actor, which Travolta won. <laughs> no. Travolta won a raspberry for this movie for worst actor. Fantastic. I thought thought he did great in this film. So did I. So did I. I I will say that. I think he did good. (laughs) 
to play what he played though, you he, like he he had the he had the rocking going on. Oh, we'll get to the rocking because I have a big problem with it immediately when we <laughs> open up this movie. And the last thing that I want to bring up before we really get going into this thing is this guy named Steven Rami who wrote a review for this movie that I caught on Rotten Tomato and he says and I quote I like Durst's approach to this new film, an 88-minute psychological thriller that might be compared to Martin Scorsese's King of Comedy. Comparing Fred Durst to Scorsese. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever paper or blog you write for, your credentials need to be taken away just for suggesting that Fred Durst can be compared to Scorsese. Even if you don't like the movie King of Comedy, which a lot of people don't, it's it's considered Scorsese's outlier film. It's it's his it's his odd one out. Yeah. But it's a Scorsese film. Right. This is Fred Durst. Right. This is the guy who wrote It's All About the Nookie. <laughs> <laughs> which should be our opening song for this thing. Oh, it's gonna be. Oh, I have yeah. already decided. I have already decided. This this movie is opening up. This movie, this podcast is opening up with all about the nookie. That's, That's what's fair. happening here. That's fantastic. So, anyways, so this movie is just it. <laughs> I I have I have nothing but bad things to say about this movie. It's just it's like this is up there with They Live for me. To be honest with you. Like, and here's and here's the reason why it is so bad. It is so bad. They live was so bad. This movie is so bad. It's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, you got characters that have nothing to do with the story throughout the entire film. Like zero. <laughs> like this Todd guy. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> The movie closes with I'm not a stalker. Like, <laughs> like that's the closing line of the entire film. <laughs> like <laughs> what? I don't <laughs> So I will say this. I will say this. Robert Downing Jr. in full blackface told us. Never play full retard. Guess who didn't listen? John, John Travolta. <laughs> I will say that. I will say that. Unbelievable. The opening scene to this movie is Moose, played by John Travolta. His name is Moose. No last name. His name is just Moose. And he's riding his moped, <laughs> humping it at the same time, just down the street as happy as can be. And just, but it's not, it's not that he's just humping the moped. He's, he's, he's mimicking as if he's just riding a regular bicycle. And I don't know why he's like making the up and down motion. Like he's pumping his legs. It doesn't make any sense to me. He doesn't have to do this. He it's motorized. It's a moped. Why? Cause he why? He, Cause he doesn't know. He knows enough. <laughs> he knows enough. <laughs> oh my god so here and here we go and I, I i told you this and this is my selling point to you for this movie he walks into a memorabilia shop and the clerk kindly greets him hi how you doing blah 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 blah. and he says can't talk long i gotta poo <laughs> that is john travolta's first line in this movie can't talk long gotta poo yep <laughs> Says he's going to a party to see his favorite actor, Hunter Dunbar. More on Hunter Dunbar later. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. The shop clerk tells him, hey, listen, he's going to be in here later on signing autographs. And Moose gets really upset that he didn't know about this. So upset that he rubs his earlobe and then sniffs it. <laughs> he does that multiple times in the film. He does this all throughout this movie. He, he, I, I don't, I, okay, sure. So he, he wants something really special for this shop, so he buys a vest. <coughs> a 
piece of memorabilia from one of Hunter's movies. He buys a vest for like 300 bucks, and then he puts the vest on backwards. Now, the shop owner tells him, hey, that's on backwards, and he just says, I know, and he walks out of the store, and he's riding on his moped down the street with his ridiculous vest on backwards. It is hilarious. It so here's, is... So here's the question. So the, the shop owner <laughs> tells him that it's worth 500 bucks. And 800. 800. 800. And Moose goes... All I have is 300 So he goes, okay, I'll give it to you for 300 but you have to pay me back this time. He's hustling Moose. Like, he's taking all his money. He's not helping yep. him out. It's not worth nope. $800. It's not worth $300. Not at all. No. Not no. a chance. Now, I'm reading, not a chance. I'm, I'm reading here in, in the storyline that Fred Durst wrote this because this is based and inspired on a real-life fan who pursued him while he was... So, so Moose is supposed to be the portrayal of a real life fan who was stalking Limp Biscuit. So here's my first question: Who would ever want to stalk Fred Durst? Nobody. The I don't believe this. I don't believe that, and I'll tell you why I don't believe that. Later on in the movie, he's Moose is sitting down writing an apology letter to to, to Hunter for some things that had happened. Mm-hmm. If you pay attention to what he's writing and how angry he is that he didn't even send the autograph, it's Eminem's Stan. Have you ever listened to the song Stan by Eminem? Yeah. It, that's what it is. It's Stan. It's not Fred Durst. It's Stan. It's Eminem. Like, so no. Fred Durst, right. no. I don't believe that for a second. So anyways, Moose goes home, and he hangs up his new vest, and he kisses it. And then he begins to rehearse what he's going to say to Hunter once he meets him. Now, I swear to God, <coughs> he's sitting around and he's thinking for something clever to say. <clears throat> I don't know if they just let John Travolta improv, because there's a point during this narration where he's about to say, say something stupid, but he cuts himself off from saying something stupid, and he just keeps going, and they left it in the movie. Why yeah. would they leave this, something like this in the movie? This is the dumbest directorial decision that you could possibly make is just to, well, we're just going to let John Travolta go and we're going to leave it all in the movie. We're not going to take anything out. Like, are you like, I, I kind of feel like a part of Fred Durst was just mocking John Travolta throughout this thing. John Travolta as an actor, though, is 10 times the actor as Fred Durst was a musician. <laughs> um... Okay. I... John Travolta is not the best actor on the planet. Not by any sense of the word. <laughs> no, 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 he's not. But I would rather watch most of John Travolta's movies over listening to Fred Durst's music. <laughs> and, and, and you are a person who enjoys music and movies. Please tell me otherwise. <laughs> you can't do it, can you? <laughs> I would take, I would take him laughing at a nuclear missile being launched his way over the rookie all day long. <laughs> yeah, y- yeah. I, 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 I am not a fan of Limbiscuit at all. So, anyways. Uh, his paparazzi friend is able to get him to a party where this hunter uh, person is going to be. And she shows up outside of a gate and she asks him for the cutters and he pulls out a pair of scissors. And she says, I told you bolt cutters. And his response is, I don't know what those are. He doesn't know what bolt cutters are. No. No, not no. at all. So anyways... This, uh, this party, very well-to-do, very, very Hollywood. You know, some, some people are there. And Can for I have whatever a milkshake? <laughs> yes. Yes. Strawberry milkshake. He goes milkshake. to the bartender and asks for a strawberry milkshake with real ice cream. Real ice cream. Real, real ice cream. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's fake ice cream and there's real ice cream. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> He he can't he can't get his ice cream. He goes over to some food and and sniffs whatever it is, and then I think he's gonna vomit, but he holds that back. So he's 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 making a fool out of himself. 
He sees a woman that he really admires and goes over to her and praises her and her horror movies and everything else and says she's really good and then asks if Hunter is there and she says, well, no, I think he's with his son right now and then Moose starts to hit himself in the head and, and, and security comes over and escorts him out and he's screaming his friend's name, uh, Lila, Leia, the, the entire way out, just making a complete scene and, and embarrassing himself. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so, so here's what I don't get is obviously he has a mental illness. Nobody in this film has figured that out except for his BBF. Not his BFF, yep. his BBF. I, I don't know his what that BBF. is. I don't know what that is, but it's his BBF. And she's like, do you want to still be my BBF? I, I, I haven't figured that out yet. Um, uh-huh. I, I think Limp, I think Fred Durst was honestly trying to say BFF and then honestly screwed it up and then no one told him otherwise. That's my thought process. Um, it but, might it might have just it might have just been one of those days that he didn't want to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so he's back at his apartment. And Leia comes by and he's mad at her. They're, 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 they're shouting at each other. You can't overreact like this. Don't yell at me. And they begin to flip each other off. And she does the really childish roll up window. I'm flipping you off thing. And he just goes, <laughs> that was hysterical. And <laughs> yeah, he like, he does like the whole, <sighs> like he blows in his hand. and like, <laughs> like he blows it up. <laughs> it's fit. It's fantastic. It's, it's beautiful. It is, it is, it is, it is a budding relationship that we're, that we're witnessing before our eyes. It is something, it is something to watch. Now we see him getting dressed for work. He is a Bobby cop on, on Hollywood Boulevard. And he's rehearsing in the mirror, poppycock, poppycock. He, he's, he's listening to the English accent. Welcome to Hollywood. What our dreams are made of. Like just going through the whole thing. And then for whatever reason, just uh, the Beatles are here. The Beatles are here. Why? Why? It, they, they, no, the Beatles disbanded in 69. No, the Beatles are not there. And then, for whatever reason, just start screaming Jack the Ripper. Yep. Because Jack the Ripper makes sense here. Um, nothing, a, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing in this movie actually made sense. <laughs> Puppycock. Puppycock. And he goes back to it over and over and over again. Yep. That's his job. That's yep. his night job. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's another street performer who shoves a nail through his nose while a buddy of his are pickpocketing some people. Uh, they split up. They have an argument and split up. And this nail guy, he goes over to Moose. I want you to help me, you know, rob these people. And Moose isn't having any of this. You don't respect Hollywood. You don't respect the fans. And he's almost in tears crying. And he, yeah, we're, 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 we're over with that. More, more on that later. He gets to the memorabilia shop where Hunter is signing all these autographs. And for whatever reason, Fred Durst decides to, like, try to be a cinematographer where everybody kind of disappears and he's trying to create this, this moment between, between Moose and Hunter and the spotlight shines down on Hunter and he's smiling and it's, it's, it's really awkward and ridiculous and it's just the whole thing is just playing into the obsession that, that Moose has for this guy. <coughs> and Hunter is called away to go deal with some things. So Moose follows him out back. All up in his business. Pulls out the vest. Pulls out the pens. I want your autograph. Uh, Hunter's trying to get this guy away from him. Moose isn't having any of this. I pay $300 for this vest. Can you please autograph it for me? And then Hunter finally uh, um, offers to autograph Moose's face with his fist. Yep. Yeah. Never meet your so, heroes. Never meet your heroes. That's 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 the that's the story of this. Never meet your heroes. So he 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 hooks back up with Leia in a in a, in a coffee shop. I don't know where they are. It doesn't matter. And she has the dumb idea to tell him about this app that basically tells everybody where celebrities live. The Star Map app. <laughs> <laughs> and I love. He's like the Star Map app. Like. <laughs> He's like a kid in a candy store with this thing. He downloads it. He's going through it. He goes home. He calls her all excited. 
Yep. He, she tried to tell him, hey, don't do anything stupid with this thing. Why would she think this would be a good idea? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> See, she said before that the only person in this movie that figures out that he has some kind of mental illness going on is her. I don't know. Because she tells him, hey, you can really easily find out where these celebrities live. Hint, hint, cough, cough. Why? Just don't go to their house. Don't be a stalker. <coughs> stalker! <laughs> He's a st- Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty what, much. Does he, what does he do? Next day. Next day. Not like... Like, it's that night. He wakes up the next morning and guess where he goes? Yep. His house. Yep. So he sits down and he writes a letter... And the way that he writes this letter, he's like, well, you didn't sign my autograph, and that's all I really wanted. And if you, if you watch the, it, the whole thing, the whole, it's Stan. It's Stan by Eminem. So whatever you were telling me before about Fred Durst having a crazy fan, no, this, th- this letter that he's writing is Stan by Eminem. I don't care what anybody else says. And you're absolutely right in what you said. Who would want to stalk Fred Durst? Even in, like, the early 2000s when Limbiscuit was ridiculously popular, who would want to stalk Fred Durst? Right. Why? No. I, I, don't, I don't know. No. So, like you said, Moose goes to Hunter's house. <clears throat> hanging out outside, outside the gate. Rocking back and forth like a crazy person. And here Hunter comes and he's jogging. And Hunter, he's rightfully pissed. Yep. <clears throat> Why are you at my house? You can't come to my house. I don't accept mail at my house. If I see you in this neighborhood again, there's going to be problems. Do you want problems? Going through the whole thing, and then he starts to play nice a little bit. He's like, you know what? <coughs> you want my autograph? Give me the pen. Jabs the pen into his chest and signs his shirt. And Moose sulks away crying over, over what just happened. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's back at work, and uh, we, we get some more about this, this, this the street performer who was shoving the nail through his nose. He's bullying him in the bathroom, and, and then the security guard comes in, breaks us up, and, and makes the really big mistake of telling Moose that he needs to stand up for himself. Yeah. That starts everything right there. Exactly. So this whole situation is the fault of, of this security guard <laughs> that told secu- Moose to stand up for himself. Secu- yeah, this whole movie is because of the security guard. <laughs> His fault. So, again, Moose goes back to Hunter's house. Doesn't just hang out outside this time, though. He jumps the fence. He's in the backyard. The maid sees him, makes a whole bunch of noise, and Moose runs away, but drops the letter. Yep. I do think it's funny that while he's in the backyard, he's looking at a rose, and he wonders, why would Hunter just let this die? Why do you care? Whatever. Whatever. Well, you have to realize, though, is he's his biggest fan, and he's seen all his VHSs and his DVDs. All of them. All the VHSs. I think that's, like, the best part right there. I've seen all your VHSs and your DVDs. The crazy thing is, is most DVDs, are the VHSs just redone digitally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he got a collection of both. Oh, he collected yeah. the VHSs and he collected the DVDs. He didn't get rid of the VHSs. No, no, like no. Like a no, normal no. person would. Like I, I don't know. Like when DVD came out, all my DV, all my VHSs, they were gone. Like I'm never hey. dealing with this again. Hey, we're done. Hey, hey. the other, the other third of this uh, podcast who's not here tonight would probably keep them. Well, the other third of this podcast is a crazy person (laughs) (laughs) who has to keep his VHSs. Why would anybody want to do with VHS? Like, after DVD came out, like, why would anybody think, yeah, VHS? Great idea. It's still a good technology. I I hated them. Oh, yeah. They're a pain. All right. Now we get into it. Now we get into it. (laughs) So. This is where it gets... It goes drastically downhill from here. We make a big shift. 
So the street performer that was bullying Moose before begins to bully him again, telling him, you're going to help me rob these people and you're going to do it and you're going to make money and I'm going to make money and this is what's going to happen and blah, 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 blah. You're an idiot. The whole thing, making fun of him, bullying. And then Moose just loses his mind and begins to strangle this person in broad daylight on the street and tells him that he wants Freddy Krueger to come cut off his head so that it rolls out into the middle of the street and then a truck is going to come squishing it and everybody's going to watch. Now, when he's delivering this, he's crying and dribbling all over the place. place. Like, John Travolta just goes full on, full on with this. Like, Like, just the spittle and dribble and tears and everything else is magnificent. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. When I first now, saw this, you, this, and guy, I got... this, this guy was strung out. Like, he was high. Mm. Oh, he was tripping. He was strung out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I just want to, when I first saw this and I got to this point in the movie, I thought I'd miss something. Like something else must have happened in order for him to like just completely jump ship. Because before this moment, he's, he doesn't look like he would hurt a fly. Like, well, no, I, I well, would no, have this no the, problem be. This is the same thing as living, you know, traveling, meeting a rando person, living in a homeless shelter, and then finding magic glasses. Like, you think something changed, like you missed something, but really you didn't. No, they just changed the script on you and didn't tell you. It's the same thing. The script gets totally changed at this point. Like, it, complete- all of a sudden, it all of a sudden becomes a psychological thriller. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why? Don't know. I thought I was watching a movie about a mentally disturbed person who just wanted an autograph, and now all of a sudden he's choking people, wishing Freddy Krueger would come and chop their heads off. Oh, and it like, gets it wow. Gets, it gets better. I mean, it's worse, but it's better. Like oh <laughs> no, it gets worse. It like, gets way worse. Oh, it gets way. It's not even what you ex- like. Again, the third act. We'll get to it. The, it like, first two acts are kind of, like, building up. Like, because this is the beginning of the second act right now we just entered into. And then when we get to the third act, it just flips again, and you're like, what just happened? Like, it's... A lot, a lot, a lot happens. A lot happens. So, anyways, the security guard reinforces this behavior, sees what happened, and goes up to him and say, don't cry, I'm proud of you. Good, like, good job. job. You stood up for yourself. And then Moose starts crying. I have people making fun of me and they, they gotta stop and I'm not a stalker and I'm gonna show them all and walks off. Where is he going? Don't What's know. he gonna do? Does this security guard think maybe maybe this is a bad idea? No. no any normal human being would uh halt. <laughs> like, wait a minute. We need to we need to calm down here. So he goes back to Hunter's house. He goes back to Hunter's house. He jumps the fence. Again. While at the same time, the maid is outside doing whatever. And she finds the letter. And he comes running out from the bushes saying, don't open it, don't open it. And she begins to attack him with a duster. And then, and then, I, this, this, I, I want to <laughs> say this part. So she's doing that. He's like, stop, stop. He's freaking out. And then he just hauls off and basically punches her in the face. In the nose. The nose. She falls over, smacks her head on this giant bird bath in the (laughs) middle of the yard. She's now dead. She is very dead. She's very dead. And they look at you. See the, the, the camera pans over to her. She's very dead. And he's like, oh, you have a bloody nose. You just, That's bad. Some, you just need to get some paper towels and like, you know, I, I had a nosebleed. I, I had a nosebleed and it's bad. And he's talking to her as if what's great, what's fantastic about this is it's like four days later <laughs> that they find her in the backyard. Yes. It's like, yes. What? Yes. Yes. He kills her because she attacked him with a duster. Yep. A, 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 Feather duster. I don't think he, he meant to kill her. I don't think he meant to kill her either. But okay, fine. You know what? He punches her in the face because she's attacking him with a feather duster. <laughs> Which results in him killing her. Yes. And then now, him thinking, not... and then him just thinking, oh bloody nose, get up, it's okay. 
Now, never... me in my mind, me in my analytical mind and the way that I process things, it's like, well, what killed her? Did the punch kill her or did her knocking her head on the birdbath kill her? Oh, the birdbath killed her. You think the birdbath? Oh, yeah, because they, they focused on her head smacking the back of that thing. If it was just okay. him punching her, I think it would have just been him punching her and then her falling down. And they probably would have focused on the birdbath at that point. So like you said, she is laying there motionless, eyes wide open, mm-hmm. nose caved in, blood everywhere, very dead. And all he can do is just say, oh, that's a nosebleed. That's bad. <laughs> get some paper towels, stick them up to the side. You got to get paper towels and stick them up your nose. And then he sees a wind chime and his attention is immediately off the dead body and now on the house. So he goes into Hunter's house. Because he sees that the wind chime is there and he's noticing that behind it is an open door. Yep. He goes, he goes into the house. Now, we find this out later too. That once he's in the house, he begins to take pictures of himself in the house and begins to post him to his social media. Yep. (laughs) He's looking at his awards. For whatever reason, this hunter person has a pair of antlers on the table. Moose. And (laughs) Moose picks him up and puts him on like he's a moose. Moose is in the house, rocking back and forth, running all over the living room. Moose is in the house. Tries to play piano. It's the funniest thing in the world when he starts playing piano. Oh, my God. He goes through his kitchen. Uh, no ice cream. And just shuts the door. Starts to eat a can of caviar for whatever reason. Then decides that he's going to use his bathroom. He takes a dump while reading a script that he's getting ready to take for a role. This is a horrible script and he should not do it. And then uses his toothbrush. His son's toothbrush. Oh, it's his son's toothbrush. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes everything even better. He uses his son's toothbrush, brushes his teeth, brushes his tongue, the whole, the whole, the whole thing. It's fit. Watches some home videos, and then Hunter comes home, so Moose hides in the closet. Yep. That would be freaky. Yeah. He's having this concert. Hunter's on the phone with a friend getting ready to go out, and yep. Moose is just hiding behind his hung-up clothes. Like, yep. I'll be honest. I would have seen I'm gonna, him. I'm going to like check the back of my closet whenever I find my clothes now, just in the safe side, because this creepo could be parked behind there. Like, I go ahead. I don't like what? <laughs> I will say this. They do a really good job. Like, Fred Durst does a really good job of making John Travolta look extra creepy, just hiding behind the clothes with the beard and the ridiculous toupee that he's wearing for whatever reason and the glasses. Like, everything about this was like, wow. Do you? That's the most terrifying thing in the world. You think it's a toupee? You don't think he just shaved his, cut his, like, his hair that way? It is clearly a bad toupee. <laughs> I think that is clearly a bad toupee. I don't know what's going on. No. Anyways, I should have also noted that before he decides to brush his teeth with his son's toothbrush, he starts looking through his medicine, and this guy's on sleeping pills, and he's on pills for insomnia, so he's double-dosing everything up, which makes what happens next even more wow. Hunter falls asleep in his chair. So Moose tries to take a photo and a selfie, drops his phone on his chest, Hides. And hides. Hunter doesn't really wake up from this. He just kind of dozes back off to sleep. Gets back out there, takes his selfie, kisses his forehead, rubs his ear and sniffs it, (laughs) tries to open one of his eyes, and then touches the wet of his lips, and then, like, jumps back in shock and awe that it's wet. Yep. And then decides to sit on the couch, the chair next to him, and falls asleep. And falls asleep. Sits down. A movie comes on. I think it's amazing that as soon as he starts paying attention to the movie, he stops rocking. Like, he's sitting down in this chair. Frivolously. He is, he is rocking in this chair. Like, he is going to town on this chair. Like, like, wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. And the movie, and he pays attention to it and just immediately stops rocking and falls asleep and has a nice little dream about watching the same movie when he was a kid while his mother was, you know... 
being naughty with with some guy and i guess that's the origin story of him i don't know it never really goes into any more detail than that and i don't know that it really should because it has no purpose to this movie at all why was this dream sequence here it it makes no sense zero none i i just think that fred durst was exercising his creative process i don't know going from color to black and white back to color again yeah, <laughs> for a uh, minute. It was about it. <clears throat> so the next morning, the phone alarms and everything start going off, and 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 Moose hightails it out of there. How he was able to just sleep there? But sure, um, yeah. The next morning, they they leave, and and sure, we'll we'll do this now. Hunter was in the car with his son, and they start jamming out to Limbiscuit. <laughs> I'm like, of course, of course. I wonder who put that in the movie. Blink 182. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're driving and yeah, Hunter sees Moose on the road, gets out of his car and gets all up in his face. What did I tell you was going to happen if I ever saw you in this neighborhood again? Why are you here, you stuttering freak, blah, blah, blah. Tells him, if I see you again, I'm going to shoot you. Now, he says it a lot more dirty than I'm going to say it, but I'm going, if I see you again, I'm going to shoot you. Do you understand? Get out of here. You stalker. You stalker. Sets him off the edge. Being called a stalker. Triggers him. Completely flips the script. For, for Moose. Moose dealt with everything else, doesn't want to be called the stalker. Clearly, he's distraught now. <coughs> and he, he's going through the motions, he's at work, he's upset, he's depressed, he's on his moped, and he wipes out. He takes the most gentle wipeout I've ever seen in a movie. He barely falls. <laughs> he barely falls. And then he has a complete meltdown. He's crying watching the movies. You're not even good. You're horrible. Just going through the whole thing, criticizing his acting, burns all of his Hunter memorabilia, the whole thing. Including the comes by, Including the vest. Leia comes by, gets all up in his business, and that's when we learn that all of the pictures that he took, he posted on social media, including him kissing kissing a sleeping Hunter. (laughs) Yep. Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It, it, that's the thing. Un- is it, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. And for Limp Biscuit, for Fred Durst to sit there and say this is based on a true story, no, it's not. This was based on an irrational. I do not believe. This was based on an irrational nightmare that he had one night. And he just couldn't get it out of his head, so he decided to call it a real thing. I, I do not believe for a moment that somebody broke into Fred Durst's home and kissed him while he was sleeping. No. No. Absolutely no. not. None Absolutely of this, not. None of this happened. Like None of this happened. This point none on, of this happened. From this, especially from this point on, none of it happened. <laughs> so like I was saying, Lay is all up in his business about the pictures that he's been posting to social media and wants to protect him and asks him for his phone. Because she probably wants to delete all of this evidence so that it doesn't get in trouble. Does Moose listen? No, no. Moose doesn't listen. Moose shoves her away, tells her that he's she's being mean, and then blocks her on, on his social, and then basically asks her to leave the apartment, and, and she's gone, screaming at the door, I'm just trying to protect you. That's the punishment right there, is if you piss him off, Com- you're going to be blocked on Facebook. Com- Complete breakdown. Complete mental breakdown. So, here we go. He goes back to Hunter's house. Again, for the fourth time. For the third time. Fourth time, third time, who's counting? Well, whatever. Hunter, Hunter wakes up tied to his bed. Mm-hmm. Obviously begins to freak out. Mm-hmm. Looks at the floor and sees... A quote-unquote dead moose. Blood on the floor 
And what is Hunter to think? But this crazy guy broke into my house, tied me up, and then committed suicide. But then Moose gets up and he's laughing about everything like it was a big joke. Then goes into the other room. And he comes out dressed like Michael Myers. With the mask and everything. Knife in hand. And then begins to stab... Begins to stab Hunter. Yep. And he actually... He actually draws blood. What you didn't say, though, is it's a movie prop. It's a a movie prop. It's a fake knife, but he drew blood. Yeah. He actually actually hit him a little bit too hard and drew blood. Now, how does he know that he drew blood? How does he know the blood is real? He tastes it. Moose tastes Hunter's blood. And then freaks out about the fact that he he tastes his blood. (laughs) Yep. And he's shocked to realize that he actually cut him. Oh, so it gets better. So it gets better. Yep. So they're they're having a back and forth dialogue, and Hunter's like, let me out. He's like, no. I mean, this is the whole... So So then Moose leaves the room again, and then comes back out with this tiny can of gasoline. And starts dousing the bed and... Dousing the bed. And Delsey Hunter with it, with all of it. And Hunter's freaking out. And he goes, oh, don't worry about it. It's just water. It's just water. Now, here's the thing. If I'm getting doused with gasoline, I'm going to smell gasoline. So if it was just water, how come this guy did not know that it was just water? Hang on. I have a defense for this. Because you've seen things like this before in movies, in television shows, where somebody is being held captive or held hostage or whatever's going on, your adrenaline is on high, and all of your senses are a mess, and somebody just comes along with a can of gasoline, you're going to think it's real gasoline. You're not going to think, well, let me calm down for a minute. I will forgive that. I will, I will forgive that, but not, not, not for very long. I, I forgive that. I don't forgive what happens next, because he leaves the room again and comes back with a can of caviar, the, ca- the, the, the caviar that was in the fridge and Hunter is trying to go back about listen if you let me go I'm not going to call the cops and everything's okay and then he just completely disassociates from the situation and goes it's not just that this isn't a treat you need to have ice cream for your son I think he's going to like wild wild that he's just talking all, all, all of a sudden he just pivots like you got a guy tied up on the bed that you stabbed and now you're talking about your son needs to have ice cream yep Did- okay yep. sure then Hunter plays a wonderful trick. Like, listen, you want to learn an acting trick? They, they tell us to just use our imagination whenever we want to close your eyes. Now imagine it's just me and you. And then again, Fred Durst decides to like raise the lighting and like it's ambient all of a sudden to like show us that, okay, now we're in his imagination. It's me and you, and we're watching all of my movies, and it's just you and I hanging out together, and we're eating ice cream, and we're going through a bunch of props that I already have, and you're going to love it. And Moose cuddles up next to him. No, no, no. He rests his head on his chest. (coughs) Cuddles up next to him. What's on him? Not just next to him. On him. Like, straight up, like... (laughs) On, and he's like, I love you. I love you. Yes. I love you. I love you. And just the whole thing. The whole thing. Unbelievable. Now, here's the but thing. If, but if this, it, is where, this is where Fred Durst went wrong. Is I thought that at first. I'm like, okay, so this is This clearly, is where he went wrong? Uh, no, I'm just, in this part, is he, he changes the lighting to show as if he's going into his imagination. But is it his imagination? No. This is really happening. That's where he's like, no, if, if you're going to keep it in real life, keep it in real life. Don't change the setting to display that you're going into a dream, se- a dream sequence when really you're not. Like, this is actually happening. He actually then talks him, Hunter Dunbar talks Moose into actually untying him. Oh, which, yeah. Which he does at this point. Yes, he, he does. Unties one hand. And Hunter... Grabs the other, unties the other hand, and then basically headbutts Moose, and he, Moose runs grabs into, the- grabs his shotgun. Oh my gosh! So he shoots, grabs the shotgun, <laughs> shoots his hand off, 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 
shoots his hand off. Which worst movie prop ever? This looks oh, it was horrible. So bad. It looks like it, it was it horrible. Like, it looks like one of those plastic rubber pieces of steak with no. It was bad. It probably was like a dog toy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was like a dog toy. They they look like dog toys on the ground. John Travolta <laughs> is giving the like the worst fake ah, scream. That oh, I've ever gets, heard. Oh, it gets worse. It's hysterical. It gets worse. It gets it's worse. hysterical. So, at this point, <laughs> I mean, the like, screams. The scream. I, I I bet you on set the screams were so bad that they had to do the voiceovers, like the voiceover screams, because you can clearly hear it. It's ridiculous. So he's trying to escape. He's trying to escape, and he's like going toward the stairs and he's crawling. And Hunter is behind him with the shotgun over his shoulder and kicks him down a flight of stairs. And again, ah, like it's. <laughs> so, so then Hunter decides to scare the piss out of Moose, and he shoots to his left shoulder and his right, right above his left shoulder and his right shoulder. Um, and then I don't he, know. See, I don't know if this is possible, but when they and I don't know if it's it might. I don't know what it was, but there was blood trickling out of his ear. I don't know if like loud noises can. Rupture Pop your ear that they rupture can. your ear that bad. That, oh, it can. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So oh, wow. Well, then that's okay. So that was that was possible. That I will. That I will. That I will say is original because we've seen a ton of movies where loud noises, big bangs, explosions have happened next to people, and it's like nothing really like that has ever happened before. So if it's actually possible, yeah, I've seen it a few times in job. movies, but it's not normal. It's it's definitely not a normal thing. Um but he The shoots. last movie the last movie we did was Die Hard. Bruce Willis went through hell in that movie. Gunfights, explosions, C4 went off and and he at the end of that movie was a bloodied mess. Not a whole lot of of ear trauma that 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 I saw. So I'm just saying I will say this. Right. Kudos to Fred Durst for it that. Takes a lot for saying that too. Um, <laughs> at this point Hunter takes the shotgun and puts it to the chest of Moose puts, puts it to Moose's chest and then pulls the trigger and he's out yes out of yep. ammo he's out of bullets out of, out of ammo out of, out of uh, he's dry so, so what does he do he leaves he leaves the room he leaves the room and Moose just stays there stays there doesn't get up. Crying. He's crying. Crying. Hunter comes out with a knife. An actual knife. An actual knife. And I have to add this in. Moose just says, I just love your movies. And so Hunter stabs him in the eye. How it doesn't go all the way through and kill him, I don't know. But he stabs him in the eye. Stabs him in the eye. And, and again, the screaming, like the, the screaming is all ah! so bad, it's so bad. And it goes on and on. And, and then he feels bad for him. Yeah, he feels bad for him. Hunter feels bad for the guy he just shot and stabbed, picks him up, wraps his arm and his hand and like a towel and then sends him on his way. Mind you, a minute before that happened, he tried to shoot him in the chest. He yeah. tried to murder this man. Yep. And he went from that to feeling bad for him because he stabbed him in the eye. And something else that I'll say about the stabbing in the eye thing, like you said about the blowing of the hand off with a horrible prop, this looked even worse. Oh, yeah. This was so bad. I didn't even realize he got stabbed in the eye until later on. I thought he got stabbed somewhere else and the blood just splattered. It was so bad. It was so poorly done. Um... Now, here's the part that gets me. <laughs> Not the only part. There's quite a few so, parts that, you know, evade. So like, 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 there's a lot of few, like, there's a lot of parts of this movie <coughs> that evade intelligence because it just, it didn't take an intelligent person to create this film. Um, no. <laughs> but he's walking down the street of Hollywood Boulevard, hand wrapped up. His eye is not there and his blood everywhere there's a trail of blood following him as he's walking down the street and people are coming dude cool costume like the tourists what the tourists come up to him 
thinking that everything, thinking he's in a costume and everything is a prop, and they take a selfie with him, and Moose smiles for the camera. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. It's so bad. It's awful. It's horrible. It's awful. His friend, Leia, is driving by and sees him in distress and pulls over to help. Yay. We then go back to Hunter's house, where the police show up. The police show up because, like you pointed out before, there's a body that's been in his backyard for a couple of days. (laughs) That no one's noticed until the gardener found it. the, The gardener found it, and the cops arrive. Hunter is a bloody mess. There's a body in the backyard. What are the cops to think? And then it ends. No, it goes, she tells the, because she's been narrating, Lydia, whatever her name is, has been narrating. Leia's been narrating. On and off. And she talks about, you know, and this is Moose, no hand, one eye, blah, 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 blah. And then it fades into dark. He'll wear it, he'll, he'll wear it like a badge of honor. (laughs) (laughs) And it fades to black and you hear. I'm not a stalker! And then it just yes. credits. And I was so, like, huh? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> so, so, am I to believe that Hunter is going to prison for murdering the maid? That would be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Moose is just gonna roam with no hand and no eye. Yep. 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 Moose got away with psychotic Moose got away with it all. Hunter. Yep. Who yep. Who ultimately did nothing wrong but defend himself. All he wanted to do was defend himself. Hunter is one hundred percent right for everything that he does in this movie. He warns Moose several times. Stay away from me. Stay away from my son. Stay away from my house. Moose breaks in. Ties him up, cuddles, and like you pointed out, straddles him, and 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 duh, duh, duh. <laughs> and 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 Moose is free, yeah. but Hunter is going to jail. Right, and he's okay with it. He's okay with it. It's okay. I, 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 yeah, yeah. He's okay with it. Like I, I sat there, I watched it. Like okay, granted, Hunter is a jerk. He's a big jerk. He's got, yeah. he, he's got, he's got, you know, his, his ex-wife or whatever, his son's mom is, you know, they're having issues, they're dealing with stuff, whatever the case may be. He's still a jerk. He's a rich, snobby jerk. All he had to do was out in that alley, he saw that Moose was a kind of a, you know, loose cannon, sign him something and let him go and none of this would have happened. Pretty much. Pretty much. But he didn't. Well, if reasons. he signed, if he if he signed the vest, then movie. Fred Durst wouldn't have been able to make the move. Exactly, which poses me to believe if that's based on a real life story because of the fan, then the jerk is Fred Durst, and jerk and Fred Durst decided to not sign some rando's vest. But Fred Durst, did not blow off, Fred Durst did not blow off some guy's hand. He did not stab somebody in the eye. He did not go to jail. He did not. None of that stuff happened. None of that stuff happened. Nope. Nope. No, no, no. They're slim. I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left my cell, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom. This is Stan. I don't care. I'm not going to let that go. Listen, I wanted to do this movie because I wanted you to have fun with something like the way you had fun with <laughs> they live <laughs> with they live because it was it was I, I love talking about these kind these kind of movies these offbeat these horrible hor- it's all well and good if the majority of movies we do are are serious and there's there's some meat on them bones to actually chew on but every now and again something like this that's just wow <laughs> <laughs> this to me is in the same category as they live. Yeah, absolutely. Of course it is. Absolutely. It's just 30 this years is... newer. 
they, Ugh. but they live well. Since I've watched, they live. It'll always hold a special place in my heart now. Like that that fight scene is perfect. It's fantastic, and they live the hand the 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 fist fight scene. It's awesome. In this movie, there's no real fight scene. It's just uh, I, I, Psycho. So they call it the fanatic because Psycho was taken already. And I guess <laughs> that, that, that's my only thought. And, and this guy is more than a fanatic. He is a he's a lunatic. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what the purpose. I don't know what Fred Durst was trying to say with this. I really have no idea. Like you, you and you've mentioned, you know, a couple of times throughout this that oh, it's based on a true. I don't believe that this is based on a true story. I don't believe that for a minute. Neither do I. So and and, and I and I also don't believe that no matter no matter how mentally disturbed you may be, I do not believe that anybody would ever realistically get to this point. Right. I don't, not at all, not for not for a millisecond. Oh, when no. I believe that it would uh, uh, get escalate to this point, somebody's stepping in to stop him, <laughs> or at the very least, Hunter is like calling the cops, saying, "Hey, listen, I got a stalker problem. Can you guys take? Can the police take care of this?" Like something is happening to intervene here. It never gets to the point where actor is tied up on the bed and oh, guy is. <laughs> no. Would never happen. Anyways. Would never happen Any. in, in a would never happen. No, ever. not at all. Never ever ever happen. And not at the all. Fact that it, the no. 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 Anyways. No, Fred Durst was just trying to make his way into movies and he flopped his way out of it. I'm curious to know, hang on. Now I'm now I'm curious to know if there is anything else that Fred Durst has made. Yeah. I hope not. I hope he learned uh... his lesson. If he did though, I kind of want to see it. Oh, there might be. Hang on. Are you serious? As an actor, here we go. Uh, what? No, go back down here. So the fanatic, the long shot. Oh my God, the truth. What has he done recently? He done. He oh, he's directing music videos for Tommy Lee apparently. The, okay, what what is this? The long shot starring Ice Cube. No. Why? Okay, we're done. We're done. I'm not watching that. And it's PG. <laughs> okay, good for Fred Durst. Good for Fred Durst. Anyways. I am done with the Fred Durst experience. I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again. <laughs> to be to be quite honest with you, oh, neither will maybe I. for a maybe for a laugh, I'll I'll throw on like a scene here or there. But for the most part, I'm done with this. I I I my respect level for John Travolta, although he did good in this, my respect level for John Travolta is through the floor right now. Just 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 for saying yes to something like this, like what a way to damage your legacy. Wow. Yep. Wow. Un unbelievable. I don't know if it damaged his legacy when it only made three thousand dollars in the box office, which means that not a lot of people actually witnessed John Travolta play this character. <clears throat> so it didn't really hurt him. When when you are an actor of that high regard. Even though I hate Grease, even though I hated Saturday Night Fever because I don't like musicals and the whole dance thing, when you when you when you're of that acclaim and then you move from that and you're in something like Pulp Fiction, which he was phenomenal in, or Swordfish and Swordfish, when you did 
face-off when you did Broken Arrow. Going from that <laughs> to, to the fanatic. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Unless he's, unless he's friends with Fred Durst and you just wanted to do a favor for him. Do you, do you really believe... Does John Travolta strike you as the kind of person that would hang around Fred Durst? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way that would make sense for him to do this film. That's all I'm doing. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's possible. I'm not saying it's plausible. I'm not saying it could actually happen. I'm just saying it's a possible. Like, there's a chance. There's a chance. Okay. Not a big okay. chance, but there's a chance. <laughs> okay. All right. This movie was well, this movie was fantastic though. It was so bad, it was fantastic. Like I sat there like so the first two scenes, the first two acts, I'm like, I wonder where this is going. Cause it's kind of shifted a little bit. Like he went from like you know, guy with mental disability to now he's kinda loopy. And then the third act happened and I'm like, is he gonna kill him or is he gonna kill like who kills who? What happens? Like, there's no... Who's the villain? Who's the bad guy? Is... is, is <laughs> it, Like, what? <laughs> I, I walked away with more questions from this movie than I have from any movie ever. At least when I watched They Live, I walked away with no questions. <laughs> Zero. I had some questions. But I, I knew, like, the end. Like, they killed everybody. Great. This movie? What? What? <laughs> No. Nope. You know. I don't know. No, no. I, I don't know. Anyways, anyway, we I'm, are done. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm done. done with this movie. <laughs> I am exhausted. I need to sleep. Yeah. It has been a night. Yeah. We are done. I'm out of here. Yeah, I am too. All right, man. All right, All right everybody. Have a great one. Have a good one. We'll be talking to you guys later. Goodbye, everybody. Yo!